Hello, I'm Yvette Mayer and this is the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm a corporate dropout with a 30-year background in marketing and advertising who after a breast cancer style wake-up call realised I felt stuck and drained and longed to feel lit up and liberated. Forward to today and I am living that reality. I'm an online intuitive business coach with a multi-six-figure business living as a digital nomad and supporting my clients, my students and you to grow online businesses that are profitable, scalable and impact driven. If you're ready to feel lit up and liberated as you claim your place as a digital CEO, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Welcome, 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 welcome. I am so excited to have a fabulous guest with me today in the Juliet Stapleton Queen of Visibility is one of the many titles that she uh, owns with authority, I must say. I Look, I am. I bow down to you, Queen. Queen. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this is so funny. It's I, so I, interesting. Because, you know, there's a lot of in branding and marketing, there's a lot of queens and kings of this and queens of that. And I had a stage in the kind of earlier days where um, just off the, somebody's kind of shoulder, I was like, oh, yeah, she's the queen of visibility because I was so consistent. I was using Facebook marketing. I was known for Facebook profile marketing where you use your personal profile to show up and make connections and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and this and, and this whole like consistency and being there and it's it's a real hustle mode I have to say looking back you know because it's just you have to be there you have to engage you have to engage with others you have to create quality content you know always 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 there so it kind of did fit this queen of visibility and I'm very very good at one thing I'm very good at putting out the shiny cover and building really fast a very good positioning and yeah uh, online presence Mm -hmm. that's something that is and that's where it came from and funny that fast forward a couple of years I slowed down massively I no longer rely on Facebook profile marketing in my business you know people find me on Google I you know discovered some ways of slowing down I'm a projector so slowing down and really really you know accelerating through slowing down Mm -hmm. and then I had a photo shoot (laughs) That was done. I live in a medieval uh, city of Tallinn in Estonia. It's a UNESCO um, site. And so I found a salon that does medieval costumes. And they, when I walked in, they were saying, oh, my God, the queen. And they put me into this gothic kind of dress. And it was just so beautiful. And, you know, like Games of Thrones, big like Jon Snow cape. And and it was just so amazing. But somehow it just all clicked it was Absolutely. one of the best days for my self-esteem and oh, I felt I like love that and, and you know thinking... the reason that I quickly introduced you that way is because of your photos I That's mean it's amazing though yes the fact that you know we've gotten to know each other and I I know I understand a lot about your business and but that that knowledge plus the photo shoot it's like of course she's the queen 
And you know how it, it's so interesting because I don't know about you, but in my life, science come in and it could be years before they click. It's like kind of like a, mm-hmm. you know, thousand pieces, pieces puzzle. And you have this puzzle and you don't know why, but you feel like it's important. So you, you're kind of building a little part of that puzzle separately so you can stick it then. And that was exactly it for me because after this photo shoot, I thought, hang on a second. The queen is not someone who hustles. The mm-hmm. queen is not someone who does things all the time she's out there she's just you know she guides she rules she is there but she's actually quite aloof and slow in her pace and I thought bingo that is why I'm going to own it (laughs) it is so true and we've kind of already stumbled into human design with this conversation which as my podcast listeners know is a topic of great interest and excitement and enthusiasm So on that topic, I'd love to hear from you, given that you kind of positioned yourself through the lens of visibility, how has the last few years unfolded to integrate human design so pivotally in your business? It's such a great question because it's it's changed everything. You know, it's a kind of sensationalized statement, but it's true. It has changed everything. Uh, I've discovered human design. It came into my life and I don't even remember how, how, who, what. It just came in the beginning of 2020, literally just as the pandemic hit and everything slowed down, everything closed down. And I remember hours and hours spending reading about I'm a projector so of course about myself I have to yeah. learn you know, through other sources yeah about myself and I've been you know so deeply I got into it and um then there was a little realization uh there was a realization that what I'm doing and how I'm doing it um doesn't feel right and by that stage I have to mention this that the same year before the pandemic I actually got really burnt out in my business and I burned I got burnt out because I somehow decided that even though I'm very good at building the online presence I'm very good at visibility so your your visibility and your presence and your business are two different things. If you can, and this is why, guys, we have to be very careful. And I'm saying that to you firsthand. Have to be very careful about the shiny covers that we see online, because it doesn't mean, and the statements they make about how much money they're making or anything like that, there is no proof that this is true. It's so mm-hmm. easy in a way. And some people are better than others um, at building this shiny cover. Now, I never drop numbers just because I don't like numbers and I'm yeah. dyslexic, but I never drop these kind of numbers and, and how much I'm earning anyway. In my culture, it's actually crude to say mm-hmm. it out loud. So I never did, but I'm very good at, at this presence. So people would come into my world and they would just assume that I am at a much, much higher level than my business was. But wow. you know, the business and in the in business, we're here to provide for our lifestyle, you know, from the basics to the dreams, right? So the business has to work. The business has to work. The visibility itself is not enough. And I came to the point in my business where I felt like, okay, my visibility is excellent, but my business is a little bit like a broken tap. And, you know, anyone who comes from a corporate world where you get salary paid, right, and you're kind of never think about that the salary is not going to come in, you know, this week or next month, you know, you don't think like this. But when you're running a business for yourself, it's on you. You have no guarantee that something that you're working towards will actually work out. There's flopped launches. There is um, just, you know, slow months months, and yeah. sometimes more than months, you know, yeah. and it's kind of figuring out how to deal 
deal with that even emotionally and and mentally and um and how to approach that it's 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 a it's a journey mm. you know in my journey i was really freaking out and thinking maybe something's wrong with me like we do you know something's wrong with me i must be really shit at sales I hope I can swear on your podcast. You can totally swear. And I relate to okay. everything you're saying. So just ca- carry on. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and I was like, oh, I'm so bad at sales. I remember 2020 will be my my word for 2020 is sales. So I hired, you know, I went into programs with uh-huh. a mentor that I adored. And I still really, really have very high respect for this mentor um, who I experienced his technique. Um, and actually, this is an interesting story. I experienced this specific technique that he's teaching for sales, social selling and sales on uh, Facebook specifically from a client of his who that year has built a million dollar, hit the million dollar uh, mark in their business. And she is also an online visibility strategist, very wow. similar. We were very connected. I, I took some of her programs just to see. We we connected, like we yeah. were twinning. Yeah. And I thought if she's doing this with this mentorship, I'm going to 100% succeed on that. Guys, another big mistake. Just yeah, because you like somebody, don't ever say, if they can do it, I can do it. Because that lady ended up being a manifesting generator. The mentor was a manifesting generator. I'm a projector. It's the opposite. Not that we, we connect and we love each other and the fireworks are everywhere. However, the way the pace of these guys and my pace are two different parallel universes. And we so cannot. Is, so is the way you influence Exactly. And, but we get influenced by the chemistry of people. Mm-hmm. This is something we don't think about that mm-hmm. much. We know, yeah, we know that we like someone, but, but we don't think about on a mechanical level. We're talking about human design here. How? Yeah we get affected by chemistry of others. How, when it comes to really learning about authorities, for example, how to make decisions, so many people need to be aware to make a decision when they're alone, when it's not affected by the chemistry of others, or they have to be extremely careful which others they even, like if you're a mental projector, for example, which others are in your world that you're even discussing these things with, you know, because you will be affected by these people, whether they say anything or not. It's a mechanic thing, how the just energies interaction work. And so we have to be aware of that. This is one of the big things that I'm so grateful about learning about human design and diving so deep uh, in human design, I'm a one, three uh, profile, which is you dive into this rabble rabbit holes really, really deep Uh, and learning about this, the chemistry of people, people are so important. The correctness is so important. And so the, the coach, I hired this coach, this mentor, and in his program, he was like, Juliet, you have it all. You have it all which he was right. You know, yeah. I had the program, I had the charisma, I had everything. I had the online visibility. He said, okay, go in by the end of the week. There's the program you have 2000 per, you know, client. I want you to get five clients by the end of this week. Absolutely. You will have no problem doing this. These are the steps that you do. Do it. Do you think I did it? Do you think I even lift my finger to do it? No, because even though on the receiving end, it was wonderful. I knew that if I follow the steps, my clients will not feel bad or maybe they would because I wasn't him and I had different mm-hmm. energetics and how I felt about this strategy deep down the, the one that my mind was trying to reject how I actually felt my body was it was a big no. 
Yeah. And so I didn't do it, but I burnt out and I disconnected from my business just in that one week, being so stressed mm-hmm. out about my inability to do it, being ashamed that I have to show up on the call and say, I didn't do it, you know, and that one week was so damaging for my whole year, 2020, not because of the pandemic. I did not yeah, get yeah. affected. My lifestyle didn't get affected. I'm a hermit who sits at home, <laughs> a lot of words online. So that didn't really get affected. It was this, it was this paralysis that yeah. this challenge sent me to. I also need to mention, I have a completely open will center. I cannot mm-hmm. be given a target and go and, you know, get that target. That's not how I operate. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm not into that. And so this whole year while I was studying human design, I also had this whole disconnect from, and I was trying to find the way because I, I, I would always, I have this line three, I will always try and find the way out of, yeah. um, you know, there has to be the way. Um, yeah. I took other programs. I took a lot of programs mm-hmm. around, you know, inner work and, and things like that. Um, but nothing really helped me completely connect the dots. Yeah. Until I started, I went back somehow, human design kind of drifted away a little bit, and then it yeah. came back, and it came back with the information I needed. And it was all about mm-hmm. just slowing down. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, or maybe I thought that, and now I think somebody said, but it was slowing down to the point that scares you. So try that. Wow. Do you know what? it was really. Yeah, in conversation, just as we talk about it, I unpacked a chart today for a 1-3 projector. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. And the biggest advice I had for her was, like, you need to stop and literally just listen to your inner wisdom. Yes, you have to. You you have to because, you know, we are so conditioned to push, 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 go get, you know, if you're not doing something this day, there is this panic inside. Oh my God, I've missed out. Mm -hmm. I haven't done this. I haven't posted on Facebook. I've missed out. You know, this, all this whole thing is like shaming yourself that, you know, oh, I haven't got the energy to write my new blog. I missed out. But the truth, what I've discovered is that you miss out on nothing. (laughs) on nothing. If you take a week, two weeks, three weeks to reconnect with yourself, just to rest as a projector, especially just to get back, fill your own cup, you know, I don't know, go do a facial, get your nails done, whatever you don't normally do, do it because it feels good. Yeah. And, and you reconnect with yourself, then you're going to unlock something, this feeling, Mm -hmm. the feeling of wholeness, the feeling of rest, the feeling of being, and this is what projectors are here for to be right. We're not here to necessarily do because we can Mm -hmm. do things. And I'm sure that projectors, we do, but it's not in the doing that this feeling of alignment comes from. It's not in the doing, Mm -hmm. like, for example, the generators can be really satisfied by doing something, by an activity. For us, we do so we can upscale, so we can, you know, understand, so we can, that's the doing is, or sometimes from not self, like people pleasing Mm. and all that other stuff, yeah. But we're not doing it for the satisfaction of doing. We are... Our alignment feeling is when we feel self-recognition, when we feel good about ourselves, whatever it is feels, whatever it is for you. But when you feel good about yourself, when you can look at what you've been doing and you say, ah, yes, yes, (laughs) I love it. Yeah, you know, that feeling, self-recognition. So, you know, the, the strategy in human design for projectors, like wait for to be seen and recognized and be invited. Yes, of course, that's all good. But if you, you don't see yourself, 
you will never be able to even distinguish who sees you. And so the self-recognition part is so, so important. But in business, in, in marketing, for example, if you decide to just, just have a temporary amnesia uh, for everything that you've learned, how marketing should be, and just say to yourself, okay, so here's my, my energies, right? Um, Let's use human design for the, uh, like, it's not that we're putting ourselves in the box. It's we're just giving ourselves a few words to articulate what it is. Then we can just, as long as, as soon as we have the awareness of what it is, we, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me that I'm a projector. Mm-hmm. It's all about, when I say I'm a projector, what I'm actually saying is that I operate very differently from most people that I know, even mm-hmm. from some projectors that I know, because projectors are very versatile and unique in a way. And so I, I need... When I look at projector charts, they're all so different. Yeah, I mean they're unique in that in that they all don't have their sacral defined. Well, yeah, that's you know, there's a couple of things that yeah, but there's not. Of- it's like this projector is completely different from this projector. It's just yeah. In my family, I'm a classic projector. I'm a splenic projector, right? My daughter is a mental projector, only head and ajna defined. Everything else is open. My husband is an energy projector with the defined root. You've got to have So I have these just projectors, right? And another thing is like two of them are three fives. I'm the only one three. And when I grew up, my mom, my sister, my dad, they were generators. Mom and my sister are uh, generators. And my dad is a manifesting generator. And they were all three fives as well. So I'm here to learn about projectors, to learn about mm-hmm. three, five, line three, line five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as a one, yeah. three process, this over and, and over and over again. Exactly. It's like, you know, really becoming an expert on those. But yeah, so projectors are so different and it's finding your way and finding that, um, that, that pace, you know, for some projectors is going to be so much slower than what anyone or anything tells you how things should be in life. And it's a huge, huge courage that, that is required to step away from, um, what, you know, the agendas of others, what you're conditioned with, you know, just today, mm-hmm. this morning, I came across, uh, a quote from, uh, Rao Huru, the original teacher of human design, who says, mm, I'm, I'm not going to say it verbatim because I don't remember, but he said, basically, I'm sick and tired of people saying the right thing, but not living it because it takes so much courage to actually step away from the conditioning. And sometimes when you discover something later in life, you're so deeply in that conditioning the ways of life Mm. that it is really scary to actually because you will have to cut off some people out of your life you will have to change your behavior will change because you will be so obsessed with correctness and he was saying you know the human design experiment it says seven years it takes seven years why because we we sort of renew on the cellular level it becomes the second nature in seven years and i can totally totally see that transformation i am a completely different person today than i was even in 2020 when i uh, discovered human design although when i discovered it i've always felt like "Mm, i think i'm a few days a few years already into this deconditioning thing because i've been working subconsciously or maybe as a splenic you know intuitively Mm -hmm. i already have been working on you know making sure that that i have correct people i'm in the correct environment you know all these things that that were important to me and really were affecting me you know i already was there so but you know i'm happy to wait till 2027 which is going to be a really big date right? but it's going to be also in my life like the seven years since i 
literally came they're both going to happen at the same time new paradise your seven years Exactly. Oh, that gives me body tingles because mm-hmm. it's such an amazing thing. And you know what? Although, yes, it's very interesting. Sometimes, you know, I, I can say to someone, I can say no to someone in a situation where um, it's really kind of like the obligation would mean you'd have to say yes, like family and sometimes, yeah. or even, you know, even clients on discovery call, we could have a fantastic discovery call. And then I say no. <laughs> It's not a good match because my spleen said, no, don't take this client. And, and it's, and, and, and it can shock a person. And some people, mm-hmm. you know, would take it personally because they're just not, you know, with, on the same page with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, even people who are on the same page, the ego is still there and it's real, you know, so things, it's okay for us to, we live in the material plane, right? We're not living mm-hmm. in some sort of like a fairyland to be in our design completely. So it's okay. But, I love this journey. I love the journey when you say, okay, you have a one, three profile. This is a very self-absorbed profile. This is the profile that you process everything through yourself. You're going to talk about yourself and I'm being okay with it. It took a while, but being okay with it is very empowering Mm -hmm. because it activates the magnetism that I now understand that this is not about being selfish. It's about the karmic purpose that when you talk about yourself and your stories and your unique perspectives, it's actually an eye opener for other people. Other people respond or they find something, get inspired from these stories. And, you know, in practical, in practical application, for example, it's absolutely true because my biggest ranking article on Google is the secrets of five one human design profile. I think you might've found me through that article. Well, I am because, a five one, so that would not surprise me. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I have a survey, you know, on people who come yeah. to me as clients and I can see where did you find me? And a lot of people say, I read this article and in the article, I don't give any practical solutions. I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't like break down things. I literally talk about this line five in my family and you know the five one brother-in-law who I have that I'm negatively projecting about the projecting field like I literally talk about me and how I see it and yet I think that there's something in it that makes the reader seen and understood and and Mm -hmm. then there is trust so this is interesting and that is very interesting because it proves that if you lean into your brand voice by human design for example the voice of your profile right and and maybe your conscious son now i have a lot of i I can be very anti-establishment because I see a lot of people saying for example oh your brand voice is your you know your mercury your conscious mercury and I disagree with that mm-hmm. <laughs> because I don't see how it's very potently shows in me or my clients. It's kind of like a thing there. You know, my, my Mercury is in a gate of correction, 18. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm very good at audits and I'm very good at things. But this is a complimentary thing that mm-hmm. I'm good at. You know, this is not my bigger thing is in other places, especially my son, my, my um, design, uh, you know, the increase. Son. Uh, my personality son is 64. Uh-huh. 64. Now, I'm, I'm dyslexic with numbers. I will. I can completely tell you something wrong. But uh, yeah, it's 64. But I find that my, um, my design son is in 35. Mm-hmm. And then the earth is in five, which is patterns. And 35, what is it about again? <laughs> I remember it was something about inspiration. And, you know, so, so I find that those energies are more potent in what I do and how I do and what people see in me and what I what I give to people and my clients 
and 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 but mostly most important thing is the profile in my experience oh, I completely agree the profile is just so a resonant with with every human I've ever spoken to like I've never had an experience of somebody saying I don't resonate with that in profile lines never yeah yeah and also how they influence which is such a big part of marketing there's that it, it really anchors that piece that okay so this is actually true for me in terms of how I'm going to make an impact and that is so meaningful Whereas because marketing is relationships right yeah. marketing is literally relationships so if you want to create really good marketing you need to learn about how do you interact with people and people interact with you how how are you in relationships that's going to be the key mm-hmm. to to your marketing really yeah just as you said I think more so with Mercury, I, I have never really gone deep into can I somehow, because I it does fascinate me, can I fit my Mercury to how I communicate? Because I don't see it as influence. I actually see that there could be a potential to contemplate that word. I, I could contemplate if I brought to life the expression of my Mercury in my content and in my copy does that have an impact or not? It's something that I I would not challenge, but I would invite people into versus directing them to. Well, that's that's exactly it because you know we have to also um, look into human design generally. Human design doesn't have a shallow end, right? It's a huge, huge rabbit hole. In yeah. that same quote from Ra that I read today, there was one sentence that he said: "A lot of people come to human design and get seduced by knowledge." Yeah, they don't go into implementing. Uh-huh. And that's true. And this is how it looks, for example, in business and marketing. Somebody says, looks at their design, they're like, oh my God, I have a completely open will center. I cannot make money. And they get that's obsessed about true. this open center thing. First yeah. of all, completely not true. Yeah. But but they're kind of like get obsessed or they say something like, oh, you know, I don't have the sacral defined, so I don't have this energy to, like, I can't be consistent no, you can be consistent. There's ways to be consistent without doing it live there and then. But, yeah. but you know, they get too obsessed and they're like, oh my God, and my Pluto is here and my ne- Neptune is there. And I will tell you that all of that, all of that is not important for your marketing or even for your life. This is exactly yeah. what seduced by information, seduced by knowledge is. And you just no, jump and get stuck in this. Yeah, you'd get stuck in contemplating, right? You're not acting. And the thing is that that, the, the main point of human design is follow your strategy in yeah. life and, and your authority. authority. Yeah. There is nothing disempowering in waiting, for example. For example, for a projector, there's nothing disempowering in waiting for correct invitations to come in. In fact, if you're really mastering who you are as a projector, right, you will understand that you don't need to do, do, do. You can get others to do for you. You can take Others do things like you just like delegate tasks, you ask, you, you know, you can absolutely invite someone to give you a hand, you know, you take off this load. So then you can be in this being that is really magnetic feeling. It's like, you know, like ever expanding ball of energy that, that the right people respond to or they see and they come in for your guidance, right? This waiting for invitation is about you filling your cup so you are ready for that guidance, so you are ready to give to these invitations, so you are ready mm-hmm. to That's enter some some way of looking at it that during the waiting you get to fill your cup so you are ready. I love Exactly. That. 
But what we do instead, we get bitter, we get resentful, we get okay. Oh, it's not fair. You know, there's like a whole why isn't spectrum. this working? Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's all this spectrum of emotions and then you feel like, you know, the world is against you or they don't see you. And instead of actually focusing on on your wholesomeness and filling your cup, because nobody will do it except for you. So you're the one that that needs to rest, needs to do things you love, needs to study things you like, upscale the um, only those things that you're really, really into, right? Be getting into that zone, allow yourself being in that zone, uh, allow yourself to say no when your generator friends drag you to a party you do not want to go to because, you know, we have different capacities with these things. Don't be nice. You can be be powerful in saying no. You, it doesn't mean that you're not nice or antisocial or things like that. You know, learn about what makes you valuable for other people. And I will tell you this, I know, and this was a huge, huge journey to realize that my value for other people is literally in me being in their world. That's the biggest value. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can brainstorm. Yes, I can give them good advice. Yes, I can cover them in so much love and understanding and seeing them and, you know, all these things like when you explain why. But the bottom line is that I don't have to do anything. I don't need to be even like staying in touch every five minutes. If I'm there, there, that's what they want. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Because it took a lot of pressure to hustle, to, to knock on the door, on doors and, and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I can, you know, I can choose what I want to. And if there's no one I can guide right now, I can write an article or do a mm. podcast episode and guide people yeah. into, like talk into the universe. Someone out there will read it or hear it. And yeah. that's how the guidance will work. So, it, you know, it's about just it's really about finding your energy so your strategy is so important to to learn not just to hear and then start you know mm. denying and, and like oh i don't want to wait i don't want to wait wait to respond you know I'm, i just want to act you know and all these kind of things you have to understand what it means first right mm. so don't react before you understand and then embrace it and try and experiment with it and find your own way that within this strategy that you're still following this strategy, but you're doing it in a way that empowers you. Waiting yeah. is beautiful. I love it. And, and I think so, the other part of waiting is, it's funny because I, I did do this unpack today that these words are coming to me again, which was around this, well, firstly, being patient instead of like pushing. It's like this, it's the, I've, I've written a post about this before, but I attract or, you know, the energy of attraction, which I also think about in terms of it's about power, not force. Oh, totally. Oh, 100%. And the power within. It's like yeah. a lighthouse. It just power. lights. Yeah. Mm. It lights up. You don't have to do anything. You know, I've, I've attracted very high paying clients on days where I did nothing. And there was a post or something and I get like somebody reaches out to me. But actually on that day, I did nothing for my business, but I did something for myself. I felt good about myself. I felt calm. I felt happy. I felt, you know, self kind of inside me. I was like, mm, yes, oh, that's, <laughs> that's a feeling. It's a great feeling to have Where instead of, you know, when you look at yourself in the mirror, and this has nothing to do with like vanity or, um, you know, egotism. But when you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, I love this woman I see. I love that yeah. person. This is a this is a cool person. I actually had that feeling on my, um, I, I just turned 46 in September. So my sister took me out uh, for lunch and I went to the bathroom, you know, in the bathroom mirror. I looked at myself and I was like, 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah, baby. We <laughs> just got it all every day, but it's a good feeling when it happens. And oh, you're like, this is, this is where you want to have more of, because when you feel like this, it's like you turn into this magnet for amazing things, whether it's for projector invitations, you just turn into this magnet that when people this is just the big your- thing that I want to land in this podcast, it's get out of the fear that if I'm not following the rules and, and, you know, like showing up every single day and I have to and I should or the shoulding, trust that by following your design and I'm talking about your strategy and your authority, that opportunities will come. Exactly. Just strategy, authority and learn a little, for for business purposes, learn about your um, profile lines, really, really, really go deep to understand what it is. And then that in itself will give you some direction in marketing. That's all you need. Forget about the mercury, forget about all those things. They're not that important. Sorry. You know, so people have one second. That's okay. (laughs) My dog has decided that she needs to be involved. What I have, my dog is with my with her daddy in the back room, and and dogs are always welcome. Always dogs are always welcome. welcome on the podcast, and this one has yes. just insisted that she join us. Okay, now where was I That's going good. with that? Uh, I would love to hear. So you know, you really started your own experiment with human design in 2020. How did that then become a big part of your business? What was the kind of Tipping point into this is now something that I want to integrate and own. It's a great question because uh, I I literally had a burning calling. So it was different with being obsessed with the information. A lot of people uh, love the information, but not everyone wants to do it for other people. You know, for me, it was explaining everything about everyone I was, you know, around who I did the charts for if I knew their date of birth or I asked them, you know, and I, that was just like, oh my God, now I see. I see why this client is always stuck in this mm-hmm. thing because I can see what the block is, you know, I see what, I see how we can shift it. And just by making a suggestion, shift this direction and get them unstuck. Or I can see why this client is struggling with, for example, outreach. And the other one is, is flying, flying, making so much money. Why? And human design was giving me already as I was learning just about myself and, you know, a couple of things. It was giving me this understanding. So I said to myself, oh, my God, I would love to be using this in my business, actually, that people literally pay me money. So I explained to them how human design can help them shift things. Let go of what you said. The shooting shoots is Mm -hmm. the worst nightmare and just trust their own uh, trust their own journey stay in their lane because when mm-hmm. you when you know your lane and you stay in it you will get where you want to get and further with the most benefit for you for for any everyone involved so it's a really really good thing but how do you find it and i had a huge block uh, a, a block was coming from my one three profile because line one it goes deep Right. So we go, we go deeper than anyone else does, even though they think they do, because we go deep and not into every detail. We go deep into the essence and we don't rest until that essence and the grasp on the bottom line is super concrete. We don't Mm -hmm. rest. We can't rest, especially if you have a fear motivation as well as a line one, you know, which my my motivation is fear. So yeah, smart. Fear motivation. Yeah. Thank so you. you're kind of like, you'll be digging, you'll be, you, you, you will even be stressed about things, you know, because you feel so insecure because you don't feel the secure 
foundation mm-hmm. of things until you're concrete. And then when you get it, when you have that thing, instant lift, instantly you can let go of this thing. Mm-hmm. Your fear, the fear motivation is not about being afraid or that those kind of different fears. It's about needing to know the bottom line. And be secure in the bottom line. So that's where we have a lot of research. So it's a very intellectual line. And one thing, if you have a line one in your profile, whether it's a conscious line or a subconscious line, give yourself credit because you're awesome at research investigation, fighting the right answer. Doesn't matter how other people with other um, profiles may be very intelligent and, you know, you think that they're so awesome. You're going to be the one who will find the right answer much faster because you just have that knack. Like Google should be middle name right you can you can you know how to phrase things you just naturally you know i've been watching this especially the last year and a half and i now i think i am super awesome at googling things because you know if i need to find like i sometimes like send my husband on a search and i do the search and i will find exactly the thing that that, you know we need straight away yeah but they will probably be struggling to find it (laughs) for a while but so so through that you know investigation you also, if, especially if line one is your conscious line, then you're going to be dealing with an, an imposter syndrome because imposter syndrome comes from intelligence. You know that there's so much more to know. And human design doesn't have a shallow end, so it doesn't help. It doesn't have these levels, right? It's just you go in and it's deep immediately. And no matter how so, much you think you know, there's another whole pool to dive into next. I mean, yeah, the it's like, I can't, I can't even get to the end of the human design. How am I supposed to swim to the bottom of that as well? I love that question because that's yeah. exactly the strategy to deal with that, right? You yeah. just park it. You just mm-hmm. say, no, I personally just parked gene keys. First yeah. of all, it's two contemplations and gene keys are too flowery and philosophical for my practical mind, right? I will get there when I'm ready. I know yeah. that there will be a time in my life and it could be in seven years. Maybe there will be a seven mm-hmm. years of gene keys, you know, embodiment, yeah. but right now it's not. And I had to make this conscious decision because there was, there was such a disconnect. There was so much imposter syndrome thinking, but I do not, even on this podcast, I said, okay, my conscious, uh, uh, my design sign is in the, uh, gauge 35 what is it again because i don't remember right i don't have the memory good memory you know it's not something i have i go and have a look and they're like yeah i remember then over time when i repeat this a lot then i will remember i think that's the normal way that people remember things and and you know like since i started really marketing myself as somebody who's an expert in human design it's only been six weeks i I'm because I have a line one. I'm obsessed with knowing every single thing. And I get really hard on myself when I'm like, why don't I remember that number? And yeah, if I remember you know, the number, yeah. why don't I remember the gate, the name of the gate? Come mm. on, come on. I mean, it's just how I'm how I'm geared. We have to let go of these things though, because yeah. it's a waste of time in a way. I, <laughs> totally. I I have this, yeah, I have these things now that I have like like references. It's either going to be a book here or it's going to be some sort of trailer board I have like I can very yeah. quickly search just or some sort of document. I'll just go 35, ah, that's uh-huh. what it is, you know, and yeah. I don't need to know it. In order for, to guide others, I don't need to oh. know by heart the name of the gate, what it means. But when I see it, I'm like, aha, uh-huh. Then you you know it's like a filing cabinet, and then you get things yeah. per need to know basis, and you have to do that especially if you have a line one, because otherwise you're gonna go nuts, and you will never share. You will always hold mm. back, and you will never share. Um, no. 
and and from what I hear, that even though you are a five one, so one is a is a design it's line, it's a subconscious yeah. line. So yeah. you wouldn't have as many grabbles like that you can work with. It's just what it is. You just have to you know find your way to 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 deal with that. When it's yeah. a conscious line, then there's a lot of real like not self thinking. You know that yeah. that for example, and this is funny because this is a recurring scenario. When I started my online visibility journey, I already had a small digital marketing agency. I fancied myself as an agency owner. I was just a glorified freelancer, right? But anyway, and I was, I, and I thought, what do I know and love? And I really loved designing WordPress sites. This is something that I taught myself. And in fact, you know, all the practical stuff in my life, I taught myself. I am not into certifications. I do not think that I have to validate myself with, this you know, this is not surprising people, as a one three. No, and also defined head. I actually think a lot of people say that certifications come from, you know, some sort of lines. I find that people who want certifications, they usually have an open head and an ajna. And people with defined head and ajna always say, like, I don't care about certifications. But this is not projecting at anyone, right? This is not. So it's just literally my own how I see, right? So I... Um, I'm so, so good at self-learning because I learn what I need. I don't need to have the whole scope as what happens in, you know, certifications and, and uh, academic world. You need to learn the whole scope, but half of it you don't ever need. So that's a waste of my memory. And that's a tiny little basin of memory I have. I can't, I have to fill it with the things that matter. And so I, um, when I started and I said, okay, I'm going to talk about WordPress sites. And I started doing live video because video is a very, you know, powerful way to connect. And I've, I, with my journey, I started doing a lot of live videos that I don't do right now as many, but in that age, in I that did. Yeah, yeah, because it's good in the beginning to, to just position yourself from nothing. It's the best thing you can do. It, it's mm-hmm. the best thing you can do in every time, but it's just sometimes, you know, you, <laughs> sometimes later on, you, you might take your moment. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. But but my point is about the recurring theme that happens with imposter syndrome. So I am there doing my podcast, uh, doing my uh, live video, and I remember I even dressed up in a way I never dress up. So I was already uncomfortable. I have that video saved, like it's and on the video I am uncomfortable. I'm talking about why you should choose WordPress sites, but in my head there is this voice saying that. A particular, not just any particular web designer who I knew in the local area, who we were friends, we were good. I was expecting that she's going to ring me uh, on this live and say, who the fuck are you to talk about web design? You're not a developer. You do not have any certifications. You know, you learned everything and you don't even know half the things that you're doing. You're figuring it out on the job. Who are you? You do not deserve to do this and tell other people about these WordPress sites. Imagine, literally, I had this, like, this is what... I can't even imagine messed with your vibration that you were putting out oh yeah I was so it was just such a horrible video because you know I'm trying to talk about it but this is what I'm thinking and I saved that video as a reminder of Mm -hmm. you know allowing this inner voice and and also being uncomfortable the way you you dress you have to put the best 
face. You know, so if I love makeup and I love dressing up, it doesn't matter that it's 10 in the morning. I went in, I have my red lips and I have my, you know, yeah. like glamorous earrings. And, you know, yeah. that's it's not for you. It's for me. It's for <laughs> me to feel good. Right. So so what happened with human design? It's that thing. That voice came back and it was saying, who are you to I say know. that you are, you know, hum, you know, human design enough to charge for this knowledge? Yeah. And it lasted, even though I had this huge calling to spread the word. You see, my role in life, this is what I've learned, is my role in life, no matter what I do, is opening doors. Yeah. Before, I was opening doors with people into the world of online visibility, live streaming. Mm -hmm. You know, I have success stories where somebody would take my uh, live video challenge five days, and then two years later, send me a picture from them being interviewed on the national television because they are the biggest live streamer who is the first live streamer, one of the first people on LinkedIn to get LinkedIn live. Wow. And he said that would have never been possible if I didn't come across you and your life video challenge. And we didn't even stay in touch. He said, you did this. So I opened doors. And then human design is the same thing. And for me, it was about knowing, you know, when I said, know your lane. So my yeah. lane is to open the door. My lane is not to create a certification on human design. My lane is not to like tell you everything about every gate out there and every channel out there, um, you know, just as an information. My gate yeah. is not even to teach my lane. My lane is to open the door and you can walk through it if you wish. And I can guide you through these first few steps. Yeah. When I really understood this and I thought, you know what? This is what I do. This is what the concrete mm -hmm. thing. And so it, the fact that I don't remember most of the things that I'm, you know, reading and researching, that doesn't mean I don't understand them when mm -hmm. I see them again. So a like a doctor. You know, yeah, but like, like a doctor. 64 gates and there's six different lines of every gate and every chart has them in a different place. I mean... I think we have it easy because if you think about doctors or lawyers, oh, who, gosh, especially yeah. lawyers, imagine this. So have you seen this? Have you seen suits? You know, the, the series yeah, suits. Yeah. yeah. So how every time they had a case, they would spend hours and hours and after hours sitting there over these books, researching other cases and all the things. Do they remember all the numbers of the cases and things like precedents and everything? No, because oh. that's normal. But we expect ourselves that we have to remember everything. Yeah, It's bollocks, guys. It's bollocks. We should really be realistic and say, hey, you know, in, in an area where there's a lot of different uh, things that you need to remember or do you think you need to remember... You just leave them, you have your references, you have your books, you have your tables of things, you look it up as per need basis. And you know what, that was so, so empowering. And so last year, uh, on the 11th of the 11th, of course, because 11 is the door that I open, you know, it's like this is the portal into the new reality. I just made this announcement on Facebook. And it's funny about announcements on Facebook because they don't matter anything to anyone but yourself, right? But I did that. <laughs> I did that. And I said, okay, I am now officially going to talk about human design and my, all my clients, I was already talking on all my client oh. calls and group yeah. calls, you know, about it. So they were already, I could see their faces changing. I could already see that I am actually opening doors for them, even those who were not interested and then would send me a message. Like when, when a, a guy in your group sends you a message and says, as a generator, do you think this is a, you know, oh, and it. I'm like, yeah. yes, I think when my husband, who is completely scientific, starts saying to me, yeah, this is, like, you know, we're on the bus and he goes like, by human design, this 
and this and this and this. And I'm like, what? I am opening doors you here. Are I am, this is something's happening. Something's shifting. I have never been supported by my husband as much as I am now in my no business. Way. That's so interesting. Because of this. Because wow. he believes that what I'm saying is really, really on point. And, and he only just eavesdrops, you know, because we're not yeah. working in the same business. And that's a big, big validation for me. And so I stepped out and I started doing these marketing blueprints by design, how we met. And yeah. you know what? I have done over, right now, it's got close to 150, I think, this year that I did. Wow. And this is, it's just Every time I meet a client on the call and I just see there was never a one person who didn't get validated, didn't get some sort of um, insights. And it doesn't matter that I said that, I, oh, I don't know that much because there are people who are saying, how is this going to work for a beginner? You just gave me 40 pages of dense text. How does this? Yeah, and I'm saying, yeah. well, you know, there's a lot of beginners come in. If you're all, if you are ready to walk through that door, yeah. then I'll guide you through this. Then you will get it. Over time, it will be something that will be just, you know, aha moments will be happening all the time. So this whole episode, like this whole story is really about one sentence. Get to know your lane. When you know yeah. what you're doing and what your role is, everything else, traditional, what you need, marketing, your ideal client, your funnel that you need for it, the, the what you offer, everything just falls into place. Mm -hmm. And this has been the slowest year in terms of how much I was doing, how much I was, you know, active on Facebook, for example, that's my home platform. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been pouring a lot of my um, wisdom into my blog, into yeah. podcasts, and you know what? It was financially the best year I've had in my business. Of course. So this is how it proves that when you lean into your energetics, when you really yeah. say, okay, it's scary, but I'm going to do this and I'm going to trust it. And it takes time because, you know, it's very scary in the beginning and it was over a year now, you know, but when you look back, you will see the evidence because, you know, mm -hmm. what, what's in our heads doesn't matter. It's what is in your bank account as a business. That's yep. what matters. My husband, who was a principal in, in college, I learned it from him because he always said, bums on seats. The bottom line is bums on seats. Come September, how many bums I have in this course on those seats. Mm -hmm. That's what matters. It yeah. doesn't matter when they came in, before, last minute, whatever, you know, don't get over, don't get like caught up and doubting yourself. Bums on seats. But if you get these bums on seats at the end, that's the evidence. What you did was good. Yeah. You know, so don't. Well, don't that's a lot don't of bums. Like, those hundred and fifty readings that you've done. That's just readings. Yeah, that's yeah, outside I know, of anything that's else. Just one part. Yeah. But you know, it's also it's also really good because for a projector, for example, this is a kind of funnel where I don't need to hustle. I've I, I focus on being visible, so podcast episodes, writing what I feel, using my brand voice as a one three. So my vision. This is what I see pouring this out only when I feel strongly about what I'm writing, never just to put something out there, mm -hmm. give value in quote marks, right. none so. of that, because it just has no energetic backing. Mm -hmm. When you're, you know, I need to write a post to give value. You're not thinking in the right way. But if you, for example, if I could say, how come that I'm so connected to Yvette? What is it? Is it one three and, and, yeah, and five that's one? More is, it, is it a generator and, uh, and projector? And I'll get so excited about this. And I'll go and research and then I'll go and write an article about it or connection charts. That's how these articles are born. And they have a lot of energetic pull, magnet, magnetism, mm. because they were born from me really being like drawn to this subject. If you're a generator, manifesting generator, if you responded, if you got lit up, 
that's when you create and that becomes really really good yes of course not every article or every piece of content you put out there will bring you clients but the funniest thing is that you never know I had uh, one of the readings I had just recently uh, and I asked where do you find me so I can see you know Google or referral or whatever and um, and this lady said I I heard your episode about a one three and, you know, I talk about myself a lot, so it could be like any podcast, really. But then Which when podcast? I met her on the show. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, okay. And and then I said to her, I said, what was it? Was it an interview? And she said, no, no, it was a solo episode you did. And I, you know, like fast, like re- go We're back to that moment. I was in bed talking into my phone because I use Anchor. And so Anchor has a wonderful app on the phone and I just felt like contemplating and I just was too lazy to get out of bed and start my computer and start writing which I normally I do write and so I was just like blah 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 into this app about myself for about 20 minutes and then I uploaded it into my podcast not even my my human design podcast I have the old one I had you know called show up stand out that I haven't even been kind of you know upkeeping for a while and I just put it out there and there you go. I had a paid client uh, and the readings are not very cheap, right? So a paid client came from me just feeling I need to share and sharing it with whatever form was more convenient at that point, which was the, you yeah. know, audio and putting it out there, not doubting, not thinking, oh, it's not structured or oh, there's no call to action or oh, there's this or that. that. It's about how another person resonates with it. And so, yeah. you know, and also being strategic then, because in the show notes to that episode, of course, I put like order my blueprint by design yeah, and you know, all these things, these things that you, you think strategically outside the content itself. Mm-hmm. The creation has to come from being, you know, really yeah. wanting to share about it. And I think that that's where the magnetism happens. And it's hard to trust. Trust is not an easy thing. But when you do, oh, when you do, magic happens. When you, I think in human design, the more I look at human design for every type and every person and every authority, um, timing is a huge thing. Even for me, I'm a splenic authority, right? So authority means make decisions in the moment. So if I want to create something, I should do it not hesitate for a moment because otherwise the mind will talk me out of it. So Mm -hmm. do it then. But majority of people, it's about, you know, find the right timing, speak. Like there's a lot of energies and and, and channels and the energies that want to be expressed, but you have to wait for the right timing or you have to don't offer people, like don't fix people, wait for the right timing to give solution and then step back. So practicing this trust that not jumping in, not initiating, not pushing, not, not, you know, feeling that you missed out just because you didn't do something that day. Practicing that, it's first of all, it's really a healthy thing to do. Mm-hmm. My daughter, mental, mental projector, she's an academic. She's doing PhD in theoretical physics. So it's a full on, you know, mental pressure, but she also pushes herself every day, uh, shaming herself that she wasn't, oh, I wasn't very productive today. Oh, today. Oh, yeah. Okay. It wasn't a good day. Why? I couldn't work today. I said, you can't work because you don't allow yourself to rest. Yeah. If you just take this one day, go play video games. I don't know what you want. You know what? Yeah. She's only 22. So I don't, like, yeah. I, she's well, not into shopping or girly stuff. But... you. Yeah. And so when you get that, when you trust yourself and get that rest, then the next time you can work because it will happen, you will have mm. this burst. Yeah. You will do everything you need. 
you know, or you will do more. And so it's, it's so interesting about, you know, just trusting your pace your, and forgetting what the conditioning and conditioning is like what society says, this is how things should be. Otherwise, you are some sort of moron, loser or other, you know, shameful label. You have to get be a bit like you have to, you know, Matrix when he breaks out of that yeah. jelly kind of egg. Yeah. And you're going to be slimy and you're going to have horrible, like you're going to look horrible. You're going to be like, you know, but that's what, and then you will build that muscle tone back and you will get, and you will go and change the world. Love it. Voila. Well, this, sorry, this is a great point to kind of reflect on what you've shared because there has been a lot, but really if we kind of helicopter out, it is a story of you appreciating your uniqueness how you're designed as a human, getting that call, that little nudge from let's call it the universe, that that this is for you, that human design is for you, and then trusting it and trusting yourself so much that you lived in alignment with your strategy and your authority. You've actually worked less over the last 12 months than in preceding years. You've made a bigger impact. And I am going to Paul, I imagine you're a happier, more fulfilled human as a result as well. 100%. And my spleen and my tingling on, you know, the whole body tingles, as you're saying, it says yes. Oh, I love <laughs> so, it. So, so happy. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. And that's I'm surrounded by yeah. people who are all my ideal people, all ideal oh, clients, oh, ideal oh, friends, oh. ideal. There's not a single incorrect person. So that is a really, really amazing. And in a place where I wake up and I look outside and now it's like blizzard and a storm, um, snowstorm. But I look at it and I'm like, oh, I love where I am. I oh, love it. I so that is all the result of trusting, yeah. staying in your lane. Yeah. As you just, you know, as you said. So, yes, absolutely happy. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's been such a robust and also deeply insightful conversation. What I would reflect back to the listeners is if you're not on board with human design as yet, get curious, just start to dip your toe. You don't have to put your whole foot in the water. It's one of those things that it can come upon you slowly, inch by inch, and then Suddenly you find that it snowballs or not. It's really a personal journey and there's no right or wrong. There's no dogma. It's not you have to be a certain way. It's all about exploring and experimenting how this feels for you. But my experience has certainly been that it allows you to not just explode your impact, that is part of it, but do it in a way that feels so much better in your body, mind and soul And that brings this sense of fulfillment around how you're making the impact. So it's just a beautiful, beautiful way to express yourself. I love it. 100%. Mm, Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Of course, Juliet, uh, I will be sharing all of your details in the show notes how you can actually invest in a marketing blueprint, which I did, which is how I got to know Juliet in the first place. And she does deliver the most beautifully extensive report. Uh, I recommend that you go forth and do that. And other than that, I hope you guys have an awesome week and I'll be back with you soon. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur podcast. I truly appreciate you being here. And if you appreciate me, 
why not jump on into iTunes and leave me a review? Five star would be nice. Share it on social media. I can't wait to get to know you. Jump into my DM on the gram anytime at Yvette Mayer underscore. Other than that, there's a boatload of info in the show notes. I can't wait to be back in your ears soon. Bye for now.